Hello, hello. Welcome to the Two Coffee Teachers Podcast. My name is Alex, and I'm flying solo today. Let me uh, touch on that in just a moment, though. Uh, Here on the Two Coffee Teachers Podcast, we are educators who want to contribute to our field. Uh, So on this podcast, we're talking about education, we're talking about relevant content that we are applying in our classroom. So it is our hope that uh, with this podcast, we are going to encourage all those educators out there without needing that second cup of coffee. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, We're so happy that you're here for us or with us for episode number 21 now. Uh, So for our regular subscribers, thanks for tuning in. But if you're new, welcome to the show. We're very happy to have you and we hope we can get you engaged as a part of our two coffee conversation using the hashtag uh, 2CTChat. So for today's main topic, uh, we're going to talk about geography a little bit or I'm going to touch on geography. Why is geography important across all age groups and all disciplines. Uh, Why is geography and the ideas of a geography something that maybe here in the United States, uh, our teachers and also our students too need to maybe put a little bit more emphasis on. So that's something that we're gonna touch on for a tiny bit. Uh, But before we get to that, we need to talk about where Mr. Josh Twerry is. So as you remember from our previous episode talking about uh, formative assessment tech strategies. I, I was, I have been all over the place. I'm traveling all around the world, or mostly all around the country. But we decided, Josh and I, that we both wanted to do individual segments. Uh, the biggest thing that is holding us back currently from having a combined podcast is actually our distance. So while Josh is uh, preparing for his uh, upcoming first year at Central High School down uh, in Woodstock, but he's living in Harrisonburg, and I am running around all over the place coaching, it's been a little bit difficult for us to get together and uh, co-record a uh, show since we're uh, a little bit uh, unprepared before our uh, Skype podcasting. So we're working on that because I know how much all of the listeners like the two of us together, maybe not as much as uh, one or the other. However, uh, we're going to try this little thing. We want to see what you think about it, and we'd love to see some feedback on all that social media. So that is where Josh is. I am currently at home. I have been traveling all over the place. Okay, uh, so when Josh recorded that episode a couple weeks ago, uh, I was down working uh, for my hockey school, my uh, summer youth hockey coaching, and d- doing a camp in Rockville, Maryland. Uh, then I actually went up for a little conference for a couple of days up in uh, the Westchester, Katona area of uh, New York, and then I uh, got to celebrate a little bit of Fourth of July in New York City. After that, I came back, and then I went to another camp in Hershey, PA, so the sweetest place on earth. That was a lot of fun. Great kids to work with, uh, very eager to learn and get a little bit better, and then uh, we did a little weekend uh, bachelor celebration in Atlantic City for a very uh, close colleague and friend of mine, and now I am back at home in Maryland, and I am hanging out for just a couple hours getting this show recorded before I have to fly to Rochester, New York for... A, uh, another week of camping so or uh, another week of coaching excuse me so I've been very busy um, I have I guess one more week off at the end of the July before I get back to more weeks of coaching uh, before we get into the school year so that's my little update I've gotten all my paperwork ready to rumble f- to be a substitute teacher uh, here in Montgomery County Maryland for a couple of uh, months before I head overseas uh, and coach and play in Serbia so I've been busy. I know a lot of you have been busy, too. Uh, Mr. Twerry's been very busy as well. So enough about us. Let's go ahead and get started.
I want to bring up one thing that has come to our attention uh, for our podcast, and this is really cool. So we were contacted by Fusion Yearbooks, which is a uh, publishing company, and they asked if we wanted our podcast to be included in an article that came out a couple weeks ago. And this article is called 36 Podcasts to Energize Your Teaching. So uh, the people over at Fusion, uh, they compiled a list of their favorite 36 educational-related podcasts. There were some really good ones on there with uh, people that I highly respect, so I suggest you check it out. We retweeted uh, those links on our Twitter and all of our social media. It is also up on our WordPress, or excuse me, our WordPress blog as well. So very exciting stuff. I'm, I've been pretty happy about uh, all of our hard work uh, between masters and student teaching and uh, the paper and all of our traveling and life going on. Uh, we've definitely taken a large chunk out of our time and our free time to uh, continue to develop ourselves professionally as educators, but also to uh, enjoy interacting with our uh, listeners and some of our fans too. So it's really cool to see all of that hard work now that we're approaching our one-year anniversary with the podcast that's coming up. So this is really exciting. Uh, Fusion Yearbooks, uh, the title of the article is 36 Podcasts to Energize Your Teaching. Great stuff on there, but very cool to see two coffee teachers uh, listed on that. I believe we're number 31, so uh, feel free to check all those out, but take a look at our little wrap-up and we can see our two coffee logo right in the middle. For our main topic today, I want to talk a little bit about geography. So uh, we're in a bit of a rough patch, I think, in our global events. There's been a lot of uh, div divides. We've learned a little bit about um, some things that are going on in the world that aren't really uh, too positive. It's been a little bit bleak between uh, the political uh, chaos that is going on here in the United States to uh, the Brexit uh, situation with uh, the United Kingdom voting to leave the European Union. Uh, that was a pretty major event uh, not too long ago. Then we've also kind of had to suffer through and uh, withstand a lot of violence on our streets and a lot of division between uh, citizens and uh, different groups of people, police officers. And of course, we have all of our violence that's going on overseas. It's been a little bleak, but I want to I want to bring it up. And it kind of came to my attention, too, because I think as a whole in the United States, I have some data to support this. We're we're not too good at geography, and uh, we're actually really bad at geography. I'm going to pull up some uh, a little report card here that I have from the National Assessment of Educational Progress. It's basically a uh, series of uh, data and tests that are run to make sure and just to emphasize uh, how we're doing and how different students are doing uh, with various achievement levels. Uh, right now, uh, as recently as 2014, uh, only, uh, or actually the number as high as 48% uh, have just partial mastery of uh, United States and global geography. That's for eighth graders. 48% uh, of basic understanding, while a quarter, so 25%, is actually less than the partial mastery. Only 24% uh, were proficient, and then only 3% uh, were advanced. That's down from the previous time this was conducted in 1994, where uh, it was about 5% advanced, and then um, and then about uh, we we're looking at the graph right here, 53% uh, uh, with a basic understanding. So those numbers have uh, declined in the past couple of years. So there's my data to support that we are not actually. Uh, on top of our geography, but here's why geography is important for me, okay? 
we have a lot of things going on in the world, as I mentioned earlier. And it's important that we can provide context for those events. When I think of geography, I think of culture. I don't think of necessarily just a place on a map because uh, that's just the pure memorization. And as social studies teachers, we like to think of providing that context, having the story, not just facts and dates or places or names, but rather telling a story, a cause and effect, and seeing how that story is relevant to today. That's the same thing that I like to think about when I eventually teach geography and when I incorporate geography into my classrooms. Uh, where, where we get a lot of our thoughts and when we talk about these various current events or things that are going on in the world, you have perceptions, okay? You have, you have uh, stereotypes. You think about uh, what is important in one part of the country, whereas maybe uh, there's something else that is a little bit more significant. When I think about geography, I think about how places change over time, how uh, different areas become relevant or irrelevant. And I try and think about uh, what's really neat and how there's so much about different parts of the world that's different in both good and bad ways. So when, as we move forward in this conversation, I want you to think, uh, what can you do to improve your perception? I think as teachers, we all want our kids to be globally minded. And, I want, uh, or, and we want our kids to kind of keep their heads on a swivel and uh, see the world from multiple angles and be willing to learn. It's okay to have certain opinions and it's okay uh, to have an idea or a, a certain philosophy. But I think what's important is that we try and teach our students to uh, change that initial mindset as time goes on and as you gain more knowledge too. So with geography, I think it, what I want to get across with our conversation and with uh, me, I guess, talking to myself and my computer screen here in my room is that we really want to see an emphasis on this on the geographic parts okay uh, we want to make sure that as we move forward all include different um, different activities in your classrooms I'm gonna pull up uh, on my computer right here a list of different teaching strategies for incorporating geography when I think about teaching geography you don't again you don't want to just provide the different locations or uh, who, what, where, when, but I think it's what's really cool is telling a story. As I pull up this right here, it's kind of funny too because I was just playing Pokemon Go a little bit, and it's cool to see how all these different people have been moving about. They're outside now. They're playing. They're interacting with each other. So here's where I think. I think instead of studying geography, I think a good way to look at it instead is to do geography. And what I mean by that is get your kids active you know uh, this is something where you can have them go outside you can have them uh, look up and do research on various cities or places that spark their interest or you can talk about or you can look at an event and then you can see well how did this uh, event how is this relevant uh, why is this important in the world and those are things that are really cool very interesting too uh, ultimately, I think what's another good way is uh, it's a little something called Google Maps. So uh, when, I, when I was back in uh, student teaching, I used a uh, Google Map. My seventh graders, I was teaching you about Harlem, uh, the Harlem Renaissance from the Jazz Age back in the 1920s and 1930s. Well, my students had no idea what Harlem was or where it was, much less that it was this 
huge thriving neighborhood that had a, a significant impact on culture. One of the activities that I incorporated was I made my own map. So we studied different people like Jacob Lawrence, famous art, uh, artist, Langston Hughes, the author, the musicians such as Bessie Smith and Duke Ellington and Louis Armstrong. And what I did was as I taught about these people and I taught their contributions to uh, the city and to life in general uh, in the jazz age, I looked up some of the places that they performed and that were significant to them. Columbia University for Langston Hughes, the Cotton Club, uh, the Radio City Music Hall for Bessie Smith. I put these places on a map and the students were able to open those maps up on their phones and on their uh, in-school devices. They were able to uh, go into Street View and look at the places that were there. They got to see pictures that compared and contrast what those places looked like back in the 30s and then again what they look like now, which is really neat. I had a ton of fun as a teacher uh, preparing that activity and that lesson plan, but my kids really enjoyed it too because now you have all this, all the kids had that background content knowledge on their various, on their various uh, people, on uh, the significance and what's important, but now they have something to connect it to, the place. So when they when their family uh, goes on a vacation in New York City, they say, hey, Mr. Parker taught me about uh, this, about Langston Hughes and Columbia University. And that, that's something that is really cool. And I, I look forward to that as well. When I was actually up in New York City a couple of uh, weekends ago after that conference, I went to Radio City Music Hall and I thought about all the various people that have come through and how uh, Radio City was such a monumental uh, component to that African-American uh, lifestyle as those African-Americans came north during the Great Migration in the uh, late 1800s, early 19-teens as well. So that was really cool. I think with geography, it, again, it, it's very important that we provide context, but use it to tell stories. If our kids can think about uh, a place from multiple perspectives, then we're only going to make this world a better and a happier and a more respectful place for sure. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening to our podcast and for our uh, solo thing. I want to hear your thoughts about this. I This is my first time I've done a uh, solo show, so I hope that it was something that kind of sparked your interest and got your mind flowing a little bit. I want to continue this conversation about geography. Are we behind on geography? Uh, do we need to incorporate more in our classrooms? And then also, what activities can we incorporate to make geography fun for our students and improve those geographic skills? Uh, let's continue that conversation. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the number two coffee teachers. You could even leave us a voicemail and when we can put that on our next episode. That voicemail number is 443-300-8908. It would also be a huge help if you could raise on iTunes. It's the best way to uh, get our name out there. The reason that we made it onto Fusion, uh, that, that top 36 Fusion article was mostly because of our ratings. So continue to help us with those ratings and that would be a huge help for us thank you so much for being a part of the two coffee teacher podcast this is mr alex parker signing off on my first solo show keep up all that hard work in the classroom as we approach the new school year in about a month and a half now and you can be able to do that without needing that second cup of coffee thank you all and we'll uh, tune in for next episode